0: Listening to petliferadio.com.
1: The OBhave Show is brought to you by organically grown catnip from Ducky World. Yay! Yay!
2: It's Obehave with Arden Moore. The show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Renton, Tin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your OBEHAVE host, America's pet
0: edutainer,
2: Arden Moore.
0: Welcome to the Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, New York City. I love that place. Did you know that there's 1.5 million dogs who call the Big Apple their home? Now I did the math. That means one out of every eight New Yorkers have a dog. It could be anything from a purse my ride type like a spoiled chihuahua, or a sofa lounger like a great dane. Now here's the dirty little secret: many need help to restore harmony in their households. Our special guest has all the skills to stop the fur from flying, and he stars in a must see new show on CBS. It's called Dogs in the City. Please, everybody, give pause and applause to Justin Silver. Welcome back, Justin.
3: Thank you so much for having me back.
0: All right. I remember a couple years ago you were on the show for your possum role as the creator of Funny for Fido. That's right. Yeah. Now you're back as a TV star. Nice.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Things are going okay. Yeah. Kibble's getting better, isn't it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, Justin's going to share how he went from being a class clown in a New York Hebrew school to becoming a talented stand-up comedian. He uses his humor to heal the riffs and tiffs between people and their pets. We're going to find out all about this after we pay for the show by taking a commercial break. So everybody, please sit and stay. We'll be right back.
2: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay, all behave. We'll be right back.
1: Yo, cats go crazy for Ducky World's catnip, especially the new cat balls. Ducky World's products are organic, and they actually work. They make your cats go yow with delight. The true cat's meow is yow from Ducky World. Check out Y-E-O-W-W-W dot com. Yow!
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
0: Welcome back to the All Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm delighted that our special guest today is Justin Silver. He is the star of the best new show to be unleashed on the planet. It's called Dogs in the City. It airs on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. Central, 9 o'clock Pacific and Eastern Time on CBS. You know, Justin, I was just thinking about this. The CBS, with you in the lineup, I think it should now stand for Canines Behaving Sensationally.
3: Oh, you know what? We'll call the execs on that one.
0: I think they'll listen to you now, don't you?
3: They might. They might. They take my calls now.
0: Oh, God. You know... I was reading the paper. I'm one of the few Americans that still read the paper, holding it in the hand instead of on an iPad. And oh, yeah? you're all over the place, man. You're in the little North County Times in uh, San Diego County. And oh, you're really? giving you a plug on uh, USA Today. You're one of the shows they are supposed to see today.
3: Oh, that's so cool. That's very, that's very exciting. I'm glad that people are embracing it. I really am.
0: <laughs> so let's go pull the rewind on the tape. How did you go from a stand-up comedian, who I know you adore dogs and cats and you do a lot for them, how did you land into the uh the sites of CBS?
3: Well, you know what, I I've been doing dog training as long as I've been doing stand up comedy and you know, as you know, because we've talked before through you know, I've always mixed sort of entertainment and my love of animals with my charity, Funny for Fido. I've been doing that for a long time. So it's not like the dog training is something that I haven't been doing. I've been doing it as long as I've been doing comedy and then uh I got word about, you know, months and months ago that they were Doing a show on dogs. They weren't quite sure what they were doing in the beginning, and one of my clients just asked if I would take her dogs up to meet one of the people who was holding a camera, and I said, Sure, I'll go up there. And I met them, and they were still trying to suss out what they were doing with the show, and they shot a little bit of footage of me. And as the show was developed, they started developing it around what I was doing with my company and the training that I was doing. So it was a really, really organic process. You know, it very much follows what I do naturally and just a little bit of the format for the show. So so it's not that different from what I've been doing.
0: Well, you've said I've heard on some of the shows I was doing my little homework on you. I love it. I speak dog.
3: Explain Pretty that, As a dog lover and, and a dog enthusiast, you know they have a very, very complex language, whether it's their body language, the looks they give you with their eyebrows, the 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 sounds that they make, and... Speaking dog just really means that you understand the way they communicate with each other. So I feel like my job as a trainer is really to be an interpreter between people and dogs, and that's pretty much what what any good dog trainer does is really just key into you can tell what the dog is thinking and and what's going on inside of it, and then your job is to really communicate that to their owners and, and explain how a lot of times their behavior problems just come from mixed messages that people are giving them and not really understanding what it is they are communicating to their animals.
0: Don't you, uh, you got to tread a little carefully with the two-leggers. How do you use your humor to kind of disarm them and get them to have a good game plan?
3: That's key because, you know, they call me with problems, and when people are calling you about a problem, they can be everything from really sad to defensive when you come to tackle or or overly hopeful sometimes so the, the good thing about the humor is that i try to provide a little bit of levity and make the problem not such a big deal even when it is a big deal because it is something that we're going to work together to fix so it's like you if you call me up listen the solution <laughs> is ringing your doorbell so you should feel a little better about that so I always try to keep it lighthearted and fun. And then, you know, at times when people want to joust with me, and if it's for the benefit of the dog, I'm never afraid to open my mouth and joust back with them. So, you know, a lot of times I do get into wrestling matches with owners because I'm I'm really there to help them. And if, you know, I'm always going to, I'll argue with them as long as it's to get the end result, which is the benefit of the, of the animal's well-being, so...
0: Well, all right, let's tee up. That's perfect tee up. Let's talk about Beefy the Bulldog and what's
3: Okay. What I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to spoil the surprise for later, but the Beefy the Bulldog is an internet sensation. He... Pretty remarkably, has a talent where he knows how to ride a skateboard. Um, however, his talent has become a bit of a liability with his owner's new wife not being able to walk him unless she is toting around a skateboard or a gigantic one of those workout physio balls. And the dog is so conditioned <laughs> to yeah, it was weird. The dog is so conditioned to walk on a skateboard to just chase this giant ball that it won't just walk down the street with her. And it's been a real source of contention between um, Patrick his original owner and Aaron, his wife. And so I do a little bit of relationship counseling with them while I work on getting beefy to walk on all four legs as opposed to rolling around on four wheels.
0: I can just picture Erin, you know, in a nice dress and spike heels, you know, something from a sex in the city thing, trying to juggle a good ball.
3: She wasn't so much that type. She was a little more down to earth than that.
0: Oh, thank gosh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) There could be a broken heel on Fifth Avenue. So, all right, you got beefy. What other kinds of, give us a little bit of a teaser about some of the other clients that you've dealt with.
3: We do a bunch of aggressive cases, which are my favorite always to tackle. We do some rescues. We work with an obese family who has a dog that is severely, severely obese, and we work on uh-huh. changing their life habits. That's actually, that was, there's a couple stories like that, but the one we recently shot was, um, it was an extreme version of that. What are some of the other ones we work on? Um, so the dog,
0: What kind of dog was it?
3: This one was a Puddle.
0: Oh, was it look that like more of a hairy ottoman than a dog? That
3: was, when I, if I tell you the dog's weight, it's pretty remarkable
0: for oh a pug. Oh, my gosh.
3: I'll let you guess.
0: Um, a puggle. So that's a beagle and a pug, right? So it should be normally maybe 30, 25 pounds. What do you think? I don't know. I'm not good at 20, guessing. 25. J-
3: 25. What, do you, what do you think this one was? Well, no, I'm, I'm going to just go
0: be crazy. 20. I'm going to say 50. 40. Oh, my God. But 50. still... What was he, he supposed to be weigh. weighing
3: They said they were supposed to be weighing around 20, 25, oh! 25 at, the, at the weight. So, so we really worked with them, and um it it's nice it was nice to watch these family like change some life habits, and I used to do personal training, so it was you know we got a little we got onto the we got into the training field and did a little work with them because you know the dog isn't the one opening the refrigerator and feeding mm-hmm. itself, you know.
0: You know, I think you're, don't you feel like sometimes that you've, all these things that you've been doing have just come together at a perfect time? I mean, your, your background as a personal trainer, comedian, yeah. dog. I mean, what do you think, man?
3: Yeah, it's exactly that. You know, when we were doing that, when we were working with that family, you know, we were, I was cracking jokes with them and working with the dog and personal training. And I'm like, all right, all these kind of dis- connected things really all seemed to come together with the dogs. You know, it's funny because I had a bunch of different careers and things that I was doing and, you know, at the end of the day, I I was still, there was a part of me that was still longing for more when I was doing comedy and just doing personal training. And I always say, you know, people always say, you save the dogs and you find the dogs. I'm like, no, the dogs really found me, you know? So they kind of saved me.
0: (laughs) I think that's right. We're speaking with Justin Silver. He is the star of the new show called Dogs in the City. It airs on Wednesday nights on CBS. We're going to talk to him a little bit about his, uh, his furry pack that he has at his house in New York City, his apartment, excuse me, right after we take this quick commercial break. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back.
2: Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All behave. We'll be back in a flash right after these messages.
1: Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years.
2: Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio,
1: where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets.
2: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBHAVE.
0: Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host Arden Moore. I'm delighted that Justin is back. Justin, you were on episode number 72 of the Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I know you have yeah. in your diary somewhere. I know. Or maybe a tattoo. I yeah, I got cool. a
2: tattoo. Okay. I awesome. got a lot of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it when you talked about how you kind of were the class clown when you were growing up. And you took a hamster, I guess, to your Hebrew school? Oh, you know, yeah,
3: yeah, girl? yeah. Oh, yeah. you remember that? Oh, my God. I don't even remember telling you that.
0: I got a memory yeah. like a border collie. Come on. Yeah, I was way
3: into animals, and I remember I got in trouble. I got kicked out of Hebrew school for bringing hamsters.
0: But now <laughs> you've got two adorable pit bulls or pit bull mixes. Do you still have to yeah. and Yeah.
3: I still have Chiquita and Pacino. You have such a good memory. I really appreciate that you remember that. We have, I still have Chiquita and Pacino. They work with me every day when we're training dogs. And then I have, you know, the interesting thing is every time we rehabilitate a dog, you know, a lot of them live in the neighborhood. They end up the best rehabilitation for them is to be a part of a pack of dogs. That's, balanced. And so we run around and use those dogs to train the next dogs that come on. So, you know, they're, they're always working, which is nice because, you know, their owners are at work during the day. We have keys to the apartment. So, you know, we'll I'll tell them, you know, we have training sessions. So besides just doing the walking, I'm going to take your dog for another two hours and use it to help work with this other dog. And, you know, it's good for all of them.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about Chiquita because that's your shrink in uh, aid, isn't there? you got a four-legged shrink there, don't you?
3: She's pretty good. You know, they're all great. They're all great mm-hmm. for different purposes. She's really great. We worked with police dogs and she was really, really good with the police dogs. We had some, um, we had some, the, the police dogs are highly trained and, very Alpha dogs, and we needed to we needed to socialize this police dog with the other police dog that was in the cop 's house, and I wanted to just test out the dog's socialization skills so because I know how to read her so well and she 's very friendly and at the same time tough enough where she 's not going to back down, we used her to actually test whether the dog was going to be aggressive or not, so she's so, so useful, and, you know, she's a pitbull border collie, so she's got, you know, she's got some, some brawn to her, but she's really an intelligent girl, and I don't, you know, I'm not the type of person who thinks my dogs are the best looking, or I don't think my dogs are the smartest, but she's definitely one of the sharpest ones that I've worked with.
0: Well, she's connected with you, too, and I think that's a strong asset.
3: Yeah, we read each other pretty well, and, and you, know, it's, you know, they know not just her, her, Chiquita, Pacino, Buster. Ray, and also a little baby Stella, who's a little cavalier, they know when they're working, which is cool, because when we start doing the training sessions, they know, they they, they shift gears a little bit, and they go into that training mode, and we have things that we do that are very consistent, especially when we're working with aggressive dogs, and we're working with socializing them, and they've done it so many times, that they all just kind of, they go through the motions without me having to tell them what to do at this point, so...
0: Now, I think Buster, didn't you describe uh, it as quite a handsome dog, part Chow oh, re- and Retriever? Yeah,
3: Chow and Golden Retriever. Oh, nice uh, You know, they, they, keep make, they keep making all these hybrid breeds like Labradoodles and Poodles yeah. and all these kind of things. And I'm surprised that the Golden Retriever Chow, the Cheever, whatever we want to call it, hasn't <laughs> caught on yet. Because they all look just like Buster, and he's such a handsome boy. And he's uh, oh, nice. got a great disposition because he's friendly like the Golden Retriever, but still independent like the Chow, so he's not as needy, which is cool.
0: That is a good – well, maybe he's uh, what you call a who's your mama, who's your daddy dog. Was this really a hybrid or just kind of – No, uh, it's,
3: it's not, but I'm saying – no, no, we can yeah. – you can tell. He's, every time I see a Golden Retriever Chow, now when I see it, I'm like, oh, that's a Golden Retriever Chow. It's a very specific right. look, and they yeah. come out beautifully.
0: Well, see, I have a Golden Retriever Husky mix Body Beautiful. by Husky, color by Golden, and it's got Big the Golden gone. sweetness, but don't I have an independent mind, Husky? You know, so it's kind of nice. It's like a it's like a Golden with a backbone, right? That yeah. Like what, what Buster is with the Chow mix.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely. You're right on.
0: Why right, we need that? And do you have anything you're dealing with with people that insist on treating their dog like in a purse? Purse my ride dogs. How do you deal with people like that? You know, they
3: have legs, and (laughs) they have legs for a reason. And I don't have a problem if you have a small dog. And you're walking a lot. It's taking 10 steps for every one step you're taking. So I don't have a problem with picking the dog up just because it's getting exhausted. And I I don't want ever people to misconstrue the idea that I say, like, you should never pick your dogs up. I don't think that. I also think that dogs belong on the floor and they need a sense of, I think it takes away from their sense of independence and their sense that they're their own animals. I think when you pick them up too much, they tend to feel helpless. And that's when you get that kind of little dog syndrome where dogs feel that they feel insecure. Right. They and they start yapping at coddled. everybody. Yeah. They do. And I love little dogs. I have I mean, I work with a little a teacup Yorkie named Sully who's six pounds. And wow. you know, he runs around with Pacino who's a pit bull. He wheezes in and out of his legs and it's like <laughs> he doesn't act like a helpless little dog just because he's small in stature, because we treat him like a dog. So I think dogs, it's doing them a disservice to treat them like people. I'm not saying don't love them as much as you love people. That's fine. But treating them like dogs is doing them more of a service, being in denial of what they are and treating them like human babies. That's not doing them any, that's not doing them a service.
0: You know, and some of the pros for your show, Dog in the City, I love you on the park bench just kind of talking to the dogs. Oh, aren't you with them? Yeah, how fun was that to get everything kind of set up, teed up? It was really
3: cool because, you know, here's the thing, like, you know, what I hope people understand is there is takeaway from the show but at the same time it is supposed to be entertaining and shine a light on the reality of dogs in the city in a fun and entertaining way and I always do spend one-on-one time with the animal but for the purpose of this I vocalized it just so people at home could know what I was thinking and what's going on in my mind and just for the fun of that so it was really fun to have those moments with the dogs and especially with the ones with problems when we were doing those things they really calmed down and the dogs had a lot of fun when we were doing it
0: when everybody to go check out the CBS new show called Dog in the City. It stars Justin Silver. And when's the next Funny for Fido?
3: I don't know yet. Um, We're trying to see if we can get Funny for Fido on the show, so I'm putting that on hold right now until we see when we can sync everything up.
0: Well, we give you a big pause up for everything you do for the two, three, and four-leggers out there, and I thank you for being a special guest on our show.
3: I thank you for having me.
0: Hey, everybody. I want everybody to check out the new show, Justin Silver. It's called Dogs in the City. It's on CBS on Wednesday nights. It airs at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Pacific and Eastern. And he kind of plays a guy that can handle both people and pets very deftly with a little sense of humor. He knows people. He knows dogs. He was a personal trainer for a number of years. So he knows how to point us in the right direction without being naggy. I'm looking forward to seeing the show. I hope you will, too. This is a guy that comes from the heart. He knows what he's doing. Since 2005, he has assembled many of the top and soon-to-be top comedians to get together for sort of like a furry version of comic relief. It's called Funny for Fido, and you can check it all out on funnyforfido.org. He raises money every year to benefit pets in need. And so I'm very glad that he could come back on our show again. I'm talking about Justin Silver. You guys remember that name, CBS, Dogs in the City. Tune in. Put your dog on the couch. You guys will enjoy it together. I also at this time want to give a big pause up to my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. We have an entire great lineup on Pet Life Radio. We have, I think at last count, 50 shows, and I'm glad that you all tune in to the O Behave show on Pet Life Radio. We have now more than 750,000 of you tune in every week. I thank each and every one of you. I jokingly now can tell everyone that now I finally have people that are listening that aren't my relatives. We want to hit the million mark, so please tell your friends. We want you to all tune in. I also invite you to uh, join us for National Dog Party Day. It's going to be June 22nd. It will be in Miami, New York, and San Diego. Just go to dogpartyday.com. I created this national celebration last year, and our goal is to uh, have a date night with your dog and for you to be able to help out charities in need. This year, we are going to benefit By We in New York City, Paws for You Rescue in Miami, and SNAP, which stands for Spay Neuter Action Project in San Diego. Please again go to dogpartyday.com for more details and I'm very honored and delighted that Pet Life Radio is one of our national media sponsors for this event. Hey listeners before we bid uh, adieu, I gotta tell you some great news. Pet Life Radio is now going to be unleashing, are you ready for it? A new TV video network. It's called CHOMM That's spelled C-H-O-M-M M-P. It's an animal television. It is awesome. you got to check it out. You know, Mark Winter is the genius behind Pet Life Radio. Now he's going to TV, and he's creating this whole pet and animal entertainment TV programming videos. you got to check it out. Bring your pet over. Get on the couch together and check it out. You can learn more by going to www.chomp.com. You know what? This is a cool thing, and I can't wait to see it. So, everybody, I hope you'll check out your TV, your iPads, and all your other ways of checking out things that are cool and on video. It's chomp. So, tune in to Justin's show, Dogs in the City. Let's see how this compares to Sex in the City, that famous one with Carrie Bradshaw. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Give me a shout at arden at fourleggedlife.com.